we're analyzing the Trade Desk stock ticker TTD to see if this is a great business on sale. This analysis is around 10 minutes. It's going to be intense, but it's going to be worth it. We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for the Trade Desk. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand the Trade Desk stock performance. Right now, the Trade Desk trades for $84.16 per share. Year to date, they're beating the market. They're up 91%. These are huge returns. In the last five years, the Trade Desk is compounding at 57% annually. The company's still down $23 from their all-time highs in November of 2021. Going back to when the business was listed just under seven years ago, the Trade Desk is compounding at 64% annually. They're one of the best performing stocks over this time. Right now, the Trade Desk trades $7 below their 52-week high. They're up more than double from their 52-week low. Around 3% of their shares are sold short. The Trade Desk is a big business. They have a $41 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to the Trade Desk? The Trade Desk provides a self-service platform that helps advertisers and ad agencies programmatically find and purchase digital ad inventory that include display, video, audio, native, and social ads on different devices like computers, smartphones, digital out-of-home, and connected TVs. It utilizes data to optimize the performance of ad impressions purchased, the firm's platform is referred to as a demand-side platform in the digital ad industry. The firm generates its revenue from fees based on a percentage of what its clients spend on advertising. The Trade Desk became a public company in 2016 and has since increased revenue at a 43% average annual rate. During that period, it has been profitable with operating margins between 10 and 28%. Now with that understanding, let's get into the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns about a 7% return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. The Trade Desk has experienced declining returns on capital throughout these five years. They earned 27% returns in 2018. These are down to about 5% returns in 2022. When these are averaged out, the Trade Desk earns about 12.8% average returns on capital in a given year. That's just very slightly below our benchmark. It's well above a typical business. Because this is a percentage point below what we're looking for, this is an X on metric number one, but the Trade Desk earns above average returns on capital. Metric number two, we're looking for growth to go with their high returns on capital. We want to see growth in the last five years and up until today. This metric's all or nothing. Their revenues, net incomes, and free cash flows all have to be up for this to be a check. In this time, the Trade Desk has nearly quadrupled their revenues. They're almost up four times. Their net incomes have been positive in all of these years. They're positive today, but slightly below where they were at in 2018, meaning their net incomes are down. The company's gross profits have quadrupled in this time. They've also increased their gross margins which today stand above 80%. Most importantly, the Trade Desk has grown their free cash flows by a lot. Their free cash flows are up eight times when we include today's numbers. Free cash flows are the lifeblood of any business. Ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until Judgment Day, discounted back by a reasonable interest rate, is what that business will be worth. We'll use that exact method later in our video, so you're going to want to stay till the end. Big growth in their revenues and free cash flows, but because their net incomes are down, this is an X on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking at the trade desk from the view of an individual shareholder. 
We want to see earnings per share growth in the last five years. We just learned their earnings are down over this time. The trade desk has also diluted shareholders by 10% because their earnings have declined and with the shareholder dilution, their earnings per share are down. This is an X on metric number three. Metric number four, we're looking for something similar, but this is the opposite result. The trade desk's massive free cash flow growth has outpaced their shareholder dilution, meaning they've grown their free cash flows per share over this time. This is a check on metric number four. To recap, where we stand currently, we have one check and three X's through our first four metrics. How will they perform in the rest of our analysis? During recessions, overly levered businesses can have the biggest losses. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. The trade desk has negative $1.1 billion of net debt, meaning they're sitting on $1.1 billion of cash after paying off all their debts. They have this cash cushion on their balance sheet. They've also generated positive free cash flows in each of the last five fiscal years. When these are added together, they've generated $1.2 billion of free cash flow. Separate from this, they've generated half a billion dollars of free cash flow in their last 12 months alone. The trade desk produces a lot of free cash flow and they have this cash cushion. This is a huge check on metric number five. They seem to be in a strong financial position. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want the trade desk's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating their fair value. Right now, the trade desk has a $40 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their market cap and their net debt position. It gives a view of the trade desk similar to it being a private company. We learned in the last five years, they generated $1.5 billion dollars of free cash flow meaning in an average year they generate around 240 million dollars of free cash flow when that's divided by their 50 billion dollar enterprise value it only gives us a 0.6 percent average free cash flow to enterprise value yield on a current basis the trade desk produced 500 million dollars of free cash flow in their last 12 months when that's divided by their 40 billion dollar enterprise value we get a 1.2 percent current free cash flow to enterprise value yield both of those come in below the yield of the 10-year treasury. They're below the risk premium we're looking for as well. Meaning on metric number six, this is an X on the trade desk. Don't just throw this business out. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and give our final rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze the trade desk, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. The trade desk does not have a long track record as a public company, so the accuracy of our predictions is lower than what we're typically looking at. This means this is more of a rough ballpark for the business compared to other businesses. We're starting with an average of their last three fiscal years worth of free cash flow, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for the trade desk. Assuming they grow their average three-year free cash flows at a rate of 17.5% annually for each year in the next 10 years, then in the following decade, assuming this growth rate is cut in half and they grow at 8.7% annually, we're adding in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, based on today's valuation multiples being the same 20 years into the future, 
an estimate of the trade desk's fair value per share is only around $19. That sounds $65 from their current stock price. Their estimated fair value is still around half of their 52-week lows. Keep in mind this is a rougher estimate than usual because of their lack of a long track record. They've also been a very high growth business over this time that also affects our assumptions. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our final rating, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative factors may be even more important for the trade desk. What are they? Well, let's find out. Looking at the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, as an early mover in connected TV, the trade desk will benefit the most from the continuing transition of linear TV advertising to CTV. Number two, given Disney's usage of UID 2.0, it may become the standard identifier in the digital advertising market and significantly strengthen the trade desk's network effect. Number three, advertisers will likely allocate a larger percentage from social media toward other website publishers, given improving performance of contextual campaigns, increasing the need for demand-side platforms. Also, the trade desk was just included in the NASDAQ 100 index, meaning it's now tracked in the index, but we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negatives of the company as well. Looking at the factors supporting a short thesis, number one, pricing pressure on the trade desk's non-CTV business from smaller competitors and Google can pressure growth and profitability. Number two, growth can be limited in the fragmented non-Google demand side platform market given Google's dominance with an estimated 40% market share. Number three, LiveRamp's authenticated traffic solution and Google's identifier could prevent the trade desk's UID 2.0 from becoming the standard. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of the trade desk. Now it's time to give our rating. In analyzing the trade desk stock ticker TTD, we learned this is a growing business that earns above average returns on capital, but they were just below our benchmark. The company's revenues and free cash flows are up massively in the last five years. They also are sitting on a billion dollars in cash, and they've generated free cash flows in each of the last five years. The company has some qualitative factors that could lead to it being the standard in the industry and increasing their network effects, but they do face some competition, both from a serious competitor in Google and more fragmented competitors. It's worth reading reiterating this analysis is not financial advice. The trade desk's free cash flow to enterprise value yields don't look attractive compared to the yield of the 10-year treasury. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years from now, you believe the assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of the trade desk's fair value per share is around $19. The last time they traded around those levels was back in spring of 2020, alongside the rest of the market crash. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, the trade desk looks like a moderate candidate for further research. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like it, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about the trade desk, and let me know what business to look at next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about the trade desk with me, and have a great day.